0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the low budget bitches today. We are going to discuss real housewives and the premiere of summer house. How are you, Amon?
1: I'm doing very well on this Sunday afternoon and ready to discuss all of these magnificent TV shows.
0: <laughs> are you now? You sound very it was excited. A good,
1: it was a good week in the Bravo universe.
0: It was, it was. So, you know, let's get started with Atlanta.
1: Let's do it. A lot happened.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot happened. so the ladies are finally in South Carolina at the beach house. Mm -hmm. All I have to say is Kenya's hostess abilities. Wow. They are far and few between.
1: Yeah, I definitely have a few notes for Miss Kenya um, if she decides to ever host again. I thought she did a very terrible job and we'll obviously dissect each and everything that um, she kind of did wrong. The first thing that I, did, I thought that she did a terrible job at was organizing an activity after people just spent eight hours on a bus, like, girl, this is not the night to do an activity
0: it is not and like I honestly thought these murder mystery parties were like dead and they died in New York because they're so annoying and like The worst activity to do
1: what okay i personally would love to participate in one of these but that being said not on a night where like i just came into the house and i'm really tired and all i want to do is like drink and have fun i would definitely want to have it like on a night where i was kind of like more prepared for it or like it was like you know we've done the partying and stuff let's do like a fun little activity now but i just think it was the wrong time to do this
0: yeah i know um I just don't understand why Kenya was so bothered that the women were not doing the activity. She was like, they're not doing the activity. They're just drinking and acting crazy. And I'm like, can you see that they're having fun? Like, I don't think it matters.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's up with her. Like, she has a stick up her ass. I mean, she always does, but this season more than ever. Um, That's the thing about hosting as well. Like, you have to understand that sometimes there's going to be activities or things that you plan out that are not going to go according to plan. And you just have to be able to, you know, modify and adjust and improvise and do what you must, you know?
0: I know. And she obviously has control issues.
1: Oh, yeah definitely um i mean the murder mystery thing was actually interesting i thought that the actors did a really great job especially when that one girl came in running and everyone was just like what the fuck is happening
0: and then she ran in she died and then she got up and left
1: yeah that
0: was so funny
1: and then kenya decided to just like at a certain point she was just like fuck it i'm just gonna like say the answer and just like get over and on with this. And I feel like Tanya and um, Candy were kind of mad because, like, they were actually taking it seriously.
0: Kenya is such a party pooper. She just... Anything that's not going her way, she just likes to ruin it.
1: Yeah, she really does. And, um...
0: Yeah. Um, I have to say, the little kerfuffle that Latoya and Drew had, it wasn't as, uh... As juicy as i thought it would be from the previews
1: i do agree and okay so this is a little bit this might be a little controversial for me to say but this episode kind of made me like latoya a little bit more i don't know what it was (laughs) i didn't like latoya for like the longest time just because i felt that she obviously has a lot of attitude but i don't know why like her fight with um drew kind of made me like her a little bit better because I know that they've been saying like a lot of shady stuff back and forth to each other. It kind of, it does take me back to, like, Kenya and Portia's first season, where, like, we both got to meet them, and they both clearly had tension, and at that point, like, I didn't really, like, know if I liked either of them, and I'm still at that point with Drew and uh, LaToya. I don't know if I like either of them, but I feel like my opinions are, like, kind of like a roller coaster. Like, sometimes I like Drew more, sometimes I like LaToya a little bit more. I feel like LaToya adds a nice little spice um, to the group. (laughs) She puts salt on the wound, and... Uh, I can appreciate that.
0: <laughs> well, I cannot appreciate that. I feel like Latoya she tries too hard and she thinks she's much closer to the women than she actually is, so she thinks that she can like say things about like their husbands and stuff. She's allowed to say that, and like they're not allowed to get mad, but it's like girl, you don't know them. they don't know you. Stop talking about their husbands
1: okay but at the same time if you're gonna argue you know that specific argument you have to also admit that drew the first time they met was wrong to say like oh uh, that's if you're separated or like you can't be like out with other people like i feel like drew is also doing a little bit of like kind of defining like what a marriage should be when everyone kind of has a different definition of what it is and so she's she is coming across judgy you know about like stuff like that and it's like drew you're no place to judge anybody your husband left you for three days (laughs) randomly he just got up and left and didn't even say anything to you so the last thing you should be doing is judging someone's situation and that is what i have to say i said what i said
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, fine okay i mean i guess
1: (laughs) yeah Um, But their fight was definitely interesting, and um, it it, kind of, like, definitely divided up all the girls. We saw, like, the aunties and the nieces or whatever they called it. Oh, my
0: gosh. (laughs) That
1: was rough. Yeah, what's definitely interesting to me is um, this is kind of, like, the first time we saw Drew kind of, like, interacting with everybody. I know we saw her at her dinner party, but that wasn't, like... Everybody truly and so this is the first time she's being exposed to the entire group, you know, Shamia as well and Marlo, um, and just everyone together. So it was definitely interesting and I, I feel like I don't know like where she belongs still. Like I don't know who she's going to be friends with still and it kind of I mean, it seems like she's leaning towards Portia and them, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens further.
0: I still think it's early on to see or to tell where Drew is heading, just because this is literally, like, the first time that they're all together, finally.
1: Yeah. I think it's also really cute to kind of see um, Kenya, Cynthia, and Candy kind of schooling Latoya. It's kind of cute because it's, like, stuff that they they dealt with, like, maybe, like, ten seasons ago. And now, like, LaToya's coming into this, and, you know, she's very young compared to everyone else and stuff. So it is definitely interesting to see, you know, that they're actually, like, telling her, like, the right things to do. Like, no girl, like, you do need to apologize and, you know, various things, which is, which kind of surprised me. Because, like, with Kenya, I was just like, this is surprising. I thought Kenya would have, like, made Drew, you know, actually continue fighting with people. But instead, she's actually trying to get Drew to do, I'm sorry, LaToya to do the right thing.
0: Yeah, that was really surprising. I was like, who is this?
1: I feel like we thought it was going to be like a Lisa Lisa Vanderpump situation with like Kenya and like Kyle being like the Latoya where like she was going to manipulate her. But it actually seems that it's a, a very happy.
0: I mean, I don't know if I would call it <laughs> healthy. I would go that far. But um, fair enough, fair it's enough. a surprising relationship. It's unexpected.
1: Yeah, that's a valid point. Um, okay
0: so i have to say marlo she really needs to own up to the things that she's said about kenya because her complaining about her room and being like oh my god it's so shitty and then her rather sleeping on two couches instead of a freaking (laughs) queen size bed i don't understand where where these two meet don't meet like How does that make sense? Make it make sense.
1: I know. I don't understand it either because, like, in my opinion, like, if I ever went to a place, even if I had a shitty room, I would just be, like, at least I have, like, my own private space where I could just do whatever I need to and be alone rather than, like... I feel like having the living room is a worse situation than having a small room.
0: Exactly. She even had her own washroom, so I don't know why she was so pressed.
1: It was... I feel like her and Kenya just... They have a lot of shit that they need to deal with. And hopefully we get to see them, you know, process it all this season. But they're both the same exact person. And so when you have very similar personality types, it's it's hard because you're just going to constantly go, like, head to head. And I feel like Marlo going to the living room was kind of, like, her way of, like, indirectly showing Kenny, like, if you're going to give me the bathroom, then I'm going to take over common space, you know? But it's like, girl, no, don't do that to yourself.
0: I know and I think Kenya I would say I I'm on Kenya's side rather than Marlo's side just because Kenya did invite Marlo to this trip like she didn't yeah. have to invite Marlo.
1: I agree. I agree. It's it's just like what the other ladies were saying, you know, like it's like you and Kenya don't have a great relationship and she's the host of this trip. Obviously, she's going to give you the worst room. Like it just it just makes sense, you know? So I don't know why Marlo was pressed, but I think Marlo has just kind of gotten to the point where she's just like, Nini's not even here anymore. Why are we fighting? Like, I'm over this. Like, you know, it's kind of just making my mood bad, making your mood bad. Like, let's just you know move on with it, but it's going to take both of them apologizing, which I don't know if both of them are going to be able to do.
0: Yeah, they're just going to give like half-assed housewife apologies. Like, Kenya, I'm sorry for um, anything that I may have said to hurt you. Yeah, if. If I have hurt you, I am very sorry.
1: Yeah, if you felt that way, I, I truly apologize.
0: <laughs> and I hope we can just move forward on a clean slate.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, so now this is um where we get to Kenya's uh, hosting abilities which you know very lacking there's a scene where they no where kenya orders what a lobster roll just yeah. for herself and the ladies yeah. are like kenya where's like where's all the food like what are we having for lunch and Kenya just like kenya's like there's there's food in the fridge and they're like what and i'm i'm really curious to see how much food was in that fridge same. I want to see if it was just like an orange. Or I mean, like I'm a sure banana. Was,
1: even if it was full, it's still really bad on Kenya to like order something and not tell the entire group. Like, I think that it, the only acceptable time to do that is like, OK, like maybe if it's late at night and everyone's like about to sleep and you know you're kind of hungry, so you're going to order yourself something Or even, like, in the early morning, like, if you wake up before anyone else and you're just, like, you know what, like, I'm just going to quickly order myself a little breakfast. But, like, during the daytime when, like, everyone's supposed to be hanging out and doing stuff together, like, if you're not going to, you should have hired a chef if you wanted everyone to have food. Or you should have, like, yeah, ordered for everybody or, like, made just, like, like an announcement to everybody. Like, oh, I'm going to order something. If you want something, let me know. But otherwise, there's stuff in the fridge. So...
0: Yeah, she didn't even make an announcement. She didn't even ask, like, does anybody want anything? She just went and got her own lobster roll and just ate it in front of everybody, too. She didn't even try to hide it. The
1: audacity. She really was just like, yeah, I I, I got this food for myself. She didn't even get food for, like, her friends, though. That's the funny part. Like, her, like, close friends out of this group. Like, that's even more, like, ruder. Like, nothing for Cynthia. Nothing for Latoya.
0: Nothing for Candy.
1: Nothing for Candy
0: and oh my god i loved it when candy in the confessional she was just like you can do whatever you want but the fact that you don't feed us that's the last straw
1: yeah that was hilarious candy is definitely the narrator of this season and she's doing a great job at it
0: i know i love that
1: yeah it was and then on top of that like Kenya didn't plan any activities for that day. Like, she was just expecting everybody to just, like, lay around the pool and not do anything. Which I guess is, like, an okay thing to do if you are going to a beach house. But at the same time, you still have to, like, make sure that everyone kind of has something to do or something to follow.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like she should have given them, like, a schedule. Even if there was technically, like, nothing in that schedule. Just be like, hey, guys, today's just going to be a chill day. We're going to hang out by the pool. You know, get some tanning on, eat some good food, and just have a chill day before we eat a freaking whole roast pig for dinner. I
1: also thought, I was just like, wouldn't you rather have spent your money on, like, getting, like, a lunch and then, like, a dinner? Like, both of them being, like, you know, okay, but, like, she, like, decided to just go all out for dinner and serve nothing for lunch, which is, like, girl, balance.
0: I know i was like what the heck she got like a full roast pig for dinner but then she's not giving them anything for lunch like she's not making any effort
1: yeah the pig was such a weird choice too i'm just like what like i
0: don't know what do you mean the pit
1: the pig like just like ordering just ordering like a massive pig like i was just like what this is so random like
0: yeah i'm like is south carolina like known for its barbecue or something is that why she got it
1: i have no idea it was um i love Portia's uh blessing for the pig that it was so funny
0: her blessing for the pig oh bless Portia. yeah for giving us that moment okay now latoya she gets real messy during the day because apparently she bought a wig for drew and she's gonna <laughs> give it to her and oh my gosh the reaction from all the aunties are like no 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 this is not a good idea even kenya the messiest person we have ever seen on this franchise is yeah. like no drew stop i mean latoya come back here like stop
1: i know i thought that was really funny that she did that um obviously it wasn't great of her to do it was a very it's such a backhanded compliment to that she gave you know it's like the the best backhanded compliment ever it's like oh yeah like you know i'm gonna buy you i'm gonna purchase a wig for you and get it done properly by people who do my wigs because you know i really think that you deserve a really good one you know it's like so rude but like it's hilarious
0: it is and we finally get to the dinner and oh my gosh whenever the housewives say i have something for you i'm always holding my breath i'm just like oh my god what's going to happen
1: i mean yeah because you know these these ladies do not give gifts to each other for out of love it's never out of love
0: never and drew says she heard about this wig from LaToya and that she has a gift for LaToya too and I was like oh my god what's going on here and I have to hand it to Drew that was some very good shade she gives LaToya an autograph picture of herself because she's like LaToya since you keep watching me since you're my number one fan I feel like you deserve this autograph
1: (laughs) I know. I thought that was, like, one of the best comebacks in, like, Housewives history to, like, shade being given to you. Like, she was prepared. But I had a quick question. Did she just happen to bring, like, printouts of her (laughs) pictures, like, on on this trip? Like, in her luggage, like, did Drew just happen to, you know, have a picture for her, like, sign? Or, like, because I don't know. I'm just like, did she, like, pre-plan this? Or was it, like... She found a printer on the spot and was just like, let me figure this out.
0: No, I'm pretty sure she pre-planned this because she was saying to LaToya, like, I heard you were talking about my wig. And so I think she didn't even really um, take into account the fact that LaToya brought her a wig. Like, that was after the fact. She was going to give this to her no matter what.
1: That's true. She chose a really great time. you
0: know, good for Drew. That was a power move if i've ever seen one
1: it definitely was
0: we're getting towards the end of the dinner and kenya marlo they kind of want to try to squash their beef and marlo i don't think she really wants to squash this beef with kenya Yeah, I mean, I feel like
1: Marlo kind of does. Like, Marlo is... I feel like this season, more than ever, we're seeing her in a complete different light, where, you know, she's with these girls without Nini being there. Um, She kind of... I mean, last season we saw this, too. Like, you know, her kind of growing up a little bit more, her becoming a monty, her having a business. So we're starting to see more of Marlo's life without, like, you know, a friend being necessary to be there. Um, But I don't know. Like... eh, I feel like it's definitely like really great trauma for them to constantly fight. You know, it's kind of Marlo's kind of taking the place of Nini and her and Kenya just butting heads for no apparent reason at all.
0: I know. And I was just like, Marlo, if you really want to be friends with Kenya, you have to stop calling her out and being like, oh, with your fake butt and your fake life and your fake husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> how are you trying to be somebody's <laughs> friend and you keep saying that
1: <laughs> that is actually so true because it's just like you clearly hate this person and this person is right? back. so why are you pressed <laughs> it is the funniest like, thing ever you know I what know. though i actually like a part of me is kind of and again you can correct me if i'm wrong because i might have some of my housewife history uh incorrect. But, like, I do feel bad for Kenya. And I feel like Kenya has more of a reason to be hurt by Marlo. Because I believe, like, when like back in the day, like, many seasons ago, uh, Marlo and Nini were obviously besties. And then when Marlo and Nini were fighting, Marlo became friends with Kenya for a small bit. And they were friends. And then when Marlo went back to being friends with Nini, like, she just, like, completely, like, started hating Kenya, too. So it's kind of, like, I can get why Kenya, like, doesn't like her and constantly, like, you know puts her down as well because it's just like you know I was there for you as a friend when you needed me but like when you didn't like you ran away and you became my enemy you know for no reason
0: yeah and I'm on Kenya's side if she never wants to forgive Marlo because I remember when Marlo said that um, towards Kenya like oh if your mom doesn't even want you like there must be something wrong with you (laughs) I'm so
1: sorry to laugh. That was was so harsh uh, and rude, but also, like, hilarious because Marlo was saying it. I don't know. I feel like Marlo can get away with murder in my books, but, like, obviously, it's still terrible, like, what she says and
0: does. I remember that scene so vividly because I was, like, this was so unprompted. And it was, like, on the tail end of, I think, just, like, Kenya talking about her mom in general and her family and like that was the season where she was trying to like reconnect with her mom and i was like that is so mean i
1: know marlo's rotted but you know what it makes for great television
0: i know so that's why i'm just like you know kenya if you never forgive marlo i'm i don't really i'm not surprised because that was a really left field comment
1: i do agree but i i honestly do think that marlo and kenya well marlo kenya made it even like their score last season when she like destroyed marlo's hair event i think that was like also like a really 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 bad burn because it's like okay like you guys have like had your trouble and stuff but this girl is just starting like to have a business and you know do her thing and kenya bringing in that marching band like really was a stab in the back because it was like the poor girl was just you know trying to be an entrepreneur like (laughs) You really had to ruin Kenya it. Kenya
0: more hair care.
1: Oh my god, that was iconic, and that I totally sound forgot. was rent free in my head. But um I feel like they kind of like scored even when she did that.
0: <laughs> I totally forgot that Kenya did that. Oh my god, that was yeah. Wotted. So you know what? I think it would be smart for them yeah. strategically. If you know what, they just kept the fight going. Like, they forgive each other for, like, one episode. And then somebody does something shady. Because this is great television. And um, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah. Like, I love Marlo. But I don't want Marlo to be friends with everybody. Because Marlo's best, like, liners, like, one-liners come from, you know, having fights with people. Just, like, throwing jabs. Like, she's so good at it. I know. I love it. I love it.
0: My favorite Marlowe line was when she was talking to Kim at the reunion, and she was just like, <laughs> Kim, I think me and you are very similar. <laughs> Actually, no, you're a whore. <laughs> that was oh my I, god. I, I
1: saw that scene the other day on TikTok. It popped up on my uh newsfeed, and I was like, Oh my god, this was iconic. <laughs>
0: it was so good oh my god
1: it was hilarious um who would you okay so just to kind of like um go away from this episode on a little bit of a different topic there are like people are saying that like Sheree might be back next season or something like that like i feel like people are kind of alluding to some comebacks how do you feel about that like would you want to see Sheree again
0: See, the thing about Sheree is I think she would be better as a friend of. Yeah. Mostly because her personal life is kind of boring. Like, she's nothing's really happening. Like, joggers, <laughs> spring, summer?
1: Yeah, I think so. She by Sheree, what was it called?
0: Yeah, she by Sheree. Yeah. And then her, like, convict boyfriend. Yeah. Where's he? Did they break up? Who knows? So I don't really want Sheree to come back as like a full time. I'm happy if she's just a friend of.
1: I do agree with you. I think that she should come back as a friend of. And I think when she was originally on it, she did a really great job. She was, you know, she was, she's so good at like being so, so, so calm. And the calmest person on the cast to being the craziest person on the cast. And like, Fighting a bitch and she was able to really do that well on her first few seasons and then when she came back i feel like she was very reserved like there was this whole like wall up and i feel like after her like initial fight with kenya when she came back there was like nothing really there but i do think that you know if she came back as a friend um it'd be interesting i feel like now possibly like her guard is back down because she kind of like saw the way that she was on the last season and she probably like realizes that she did a bad job as a housewife which is why she was fired um but i think it'd be cool to see her back
0: i mean Sheree has just given us so much she's given us who's gonna check me boo she's given us that little sound bite of the
1: <laughs> that was amazing 10 out of 10. so
0: good thank you um <laughs> But, yeah, maybe we'll see her, hopefully. I love it when the OGs come back.
1: Yeah, and what about Phaedra? Because, again, a lot of people are kind of, like, on the camp of Phaedra coming back. Some people don't think so. I I would love to see her back also as a friend. I feel like it'd be kind of interesting to see. But that being said, I don't think she's ever going to be brought back because of Candy and what happened.
0: Yeah, I feel like if Bravo really tried to bring her back, even as, like, a friend of, I feel like Candy... You would not see candy anymore yeah she'd be like no way is that gonna happen but um i personally would like to see uh phaedra come back just because (laughs) phaedra she was so funny too she had so many good one-liners
1: yeah i would love to see her come back if like the dynamics were like her and uh would like fight about stuff like based off like the past and stuff And it'd be interesting to see, like, who she'd become friends with this time. Because I also felt that, like, when she was on the show before, it was, she was, she was, like, one of those people that would kind of, like, go around from friend to friend. Because, like, at first she, like, didn't like Nini. And then she was, like, besties with Nini. And then Nini hated her again. And then Nini loves her now. And so, yeah, I feel like it'd be kind of interesting to see how she would fit into all of this.
0: And I also think if they tried to get Phaedra back, Kenya would be like, I'm not coming back if she's here
1: a valid point and we do know that like Cynthia, Kenya, Portia and candy I might not have said her name but they're like the like the top four paid housewives so I feel like they do have probably a lot of say in the decisions that happen on the show
0: yeah so
1: they're very highly valued
0: yeah we'll this see is, if any of these OGs like, I feel
1: like sometimes when we talk about these housewives like this like it's like is this sports like are we talking about athletes <laughs> this is our you know
0: what
1: this is our super bowl this is truly our super bowl
0: every sunday though
1: yeah um what else happened on that episode i feel like that was kind of basically it and we're gonna see a guest a little bit more for the trip in the next episode
0: yeah we're gonna see some more stuff next episode
1: so we know that Tanya is going to be quitting the show very soon after this trip. Oh yes. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad now. Cause at first, like when the season started and we heard that like news that she was going to quit after that, you know, crazy trip that happens, which we're watching right now. Um, I was kind of just like, eh, I really don't care. But I, I feel like this season she's kind of grown on me and it's actually going to be kind of sad to like not see her soon.
0: Really? I don't like Tanya. I feel like she's so annoying. She's like,
1: a, she's like, a, a fun, like, vibe and, like, like I guess, like, brings a lot of energy to the show. Like, because some of them can be kind of boring. Um, like, Cynthia not doing
0: anything. I don't know. I just feel like Tanya's just very, like, she gives off a very goofy vibe. And I'm just <laughs> like, this is kind of, um this is kind of lame. So, I... Not the biggest fan of her.
1: Oh, also, one last question. What did you think of Fallon renting out the entire, like, next-door villa just for her and her husband?
0: (laughs) Flex. A true flex.
1: Yeah, like, this girl has money.
0: And I'm like, I don't even know why the other housewives are, like, mad that she was with her husband in a whole different house. Like he's not gonna show up
1: yeah it was interesting her husband seems very odd because like i remember in, like the first episode of the season or like the second episode when they went to downtown house at the pool and her husband was just sitting there oh, yeah. like smoking a cigar just watching, watching like them. all the girls like in the pool and i was like that's a little creepy
0: i know it was weird i was like sir go back in the house
1: yeah go do something else so he seems like they're very like attached
0: yeah okay well that wraps it up for atlanta should we take a break and come back with the finale of salt lake city
1: let's do it
0: okay so we're back and this is finally the finale of salt lake city one we have been waiting for and anticipating
1: It's not that we've been anticipating it. I guess it's kind of like there's been so much that has happened this season that we get to a point where we're just like, it's still not done. It's still not done. Um, But I mean, it is a pretty short season and I'm excited to see uh, all three parts of the reunion.
0: I know. I cannot believe the first season and it has three parts.
1: I know. This is like, um, I was talking to one of my other friends who watches Housewives as well. And I was telling her, I was like, this is probably, like, the best season of any, like, Housewives series. Because it was just a lot happening. And then on top of that, like, their first season, which is, like, another, like, big deal. So, it was wild.
0: It was. So, what I have to say for this finale is that the editors are working for their paycheck. They are doing... The most with these individual shots um, of all, like the drama or whatever, and like the black and white. Oh my and the god! The music that in was the background.
1: <laughs> that was okay. That was too dramatic. I was like, "What?" Like y- y'all need to calm down. They do <laughs> a lot of flashbacks in this show, like a lot.
0: They do, but it was so funny that the the way that they edited it. Oh my god! It was so, so melodramatic.
1: I know, but I mean, it, it was a very dramatic episode. Like, that was an insane episode. Every single minute there was drama being thrown out somewhere. So, I I agree with them, you know. I would have had, like, PTSD after that trip as well.
0: I know. Um, so, this is, like, right after they're back from Vegas and each person's, like, doing their own thing. I mean, I had, like, the biggest eye roll for, like, five minutes watching Lisa talk business with her sons
1: i i fast forwarded that scene because i was like i'm not dealing with this i have learned that lisa's scenes with her family just aren't the funnest to watch and it's very cringy because all her husband and her sons want to do is just have a normal family in life and she is like on crack like (laughs) you know with like businesses and goals and stuff like that so i i just fast forwarded because i'm like i can't deal with this anxiety
0: same. Like, once they, like, were, like, okay, present this product, I was like, no, I don't want to see this. Fast forward that real quick. And then I saw Mary um in her church directing the choir, which <laughs> <laughs> that was quite the scene. Oh my I also fast forwarded through that.
1: I watched it, like, But I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, this is like, this is just, this scene enough is good enough to show somebody how crazy of a lady she is. Like, and she needs help and
0: has a lot of trauma that she's dealt with. I know. And I was like, this is weird. So we're not going to watch this. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. And then um, now we're on to Jen and she... Is going to um, a date with her husband that he planned. And one thing I have to say about these fucking house husbands is that they're so shitty because they like to be like, oh, I'm planning this romantic date or whatever. But they like to tell the audience, like, oh my God, my wife has been asking me, like, for years. She's asked me a hundred times to do this. And this is like my first time doing it. And I'm like, that's not what? something to
1: advertise, buddy.
0: <laughs> right? I'm like, what the fuck? And they're so proud of themselves for, you know, lighting a few candles and scattering some rose petals. So <laughs> The bar I'm... is very low.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I definitely agree with everything that you just said. Um, house husbands are wild. I prefer the house husbands to just be quiet and not on camera. Um, I-, I feel like Whitney's husband is doing a great job at that. Um, but when it comes to Sharif and Jen, I'm just really confused, and I don't know like if you are as well, but like I feel like she says like she's exposed that she's had a lot of like issues with him and a lot of trauma and stuff. But then when we see him on screen, like sometimes like he's acting so jolly, like nothing has ever happened, like they have like a very perfect marriage, like he's just giggling around, and so. I don't know, like, sometimes I'm just, like, are they playing it up for the camera or are they, like, actually, like, playing it down for the camera and faking that they have, like, issues? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I I can't tell what's real with them.
0: I know. And something that, like, really weirds me out is the way that Sharif talks to Jen sometimes. Like, to me, it looks as if he's talking to her as if she's a patient,
1: yeah, it's kind of like, like or like a daughter or like, yeah, it's very like, like fatherly advice, like, you know what you yeah. have to do. And you will make it right. Your friends will see how much they actually love you and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, whoa, like, it feels nice. But it also feels condescending. But it also feels yeah. like, not genuine or like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's It's weird. I agree with you.
0: Yeah, especially I felt this way when Jen had like that breakdown um, and he was talking to her and she was finally like, you know, I'm mad at you. And like the way that he like responded, it was as if like she was like crazy or something. And like <laughs> this was all like out of left field for him. And he was just yeah. like, okay, well, <laughs> we're going to calm down. I'm listening to you. I'm hearing you we're gonna work on this together and I'm just like why is he talking to her like that
1: yeah and I also felt in that scene like he was kind of confused like he was so confused when she yeah. was like, saying stuff, And I was just like is it like so is she over exaggerating their marriage issues or is he actually like really dumb and doesn't know what's happening in his own marriage you know like it's it's either right? or I, I don't know which one it is
0: oh boy
1: yeah um i kind of i fast forwarded the scene because i was just like i don't really care to oh, yeah like i heard I, I fast forwarded the dancing scene because i was just like i yeah. don't need to see them dancing um not necessary not a visual I need <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's it's all very interesting i'm gonna be interested to see how their marriage plays out because it's one of those again where i'm trying to figure out like did she come on the show to get a divorce or is she actually trying to like work on her marriage and was this all just fake just to have like a little bit of a storyline to be dramatic on her first season, you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm still trying to also figure that out. So it's going to be interesting to see.
0: I mean, I don't think she would get a divorce mostly because I don't think she could survive that. I mean, she's already alone you know 90% of the time but what if she was like alone 100% of the time like not even she won't even get to facetime her husband
1: I know but imagine like come on like we can both predict that like if they're still together in future seasons there's gonna be like rumors like oh he's cheating on her and we all know (laughs) that he is you know what I mean so it's just like
0: I mean yeah especially with all his traveling
1: Yeah, we do know that the house husbands who travel are usually the sneaky ones.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you got to watch out for them. Okay, so the big scene in this episode is Heather's opening for her new location of Beauty Lab. Yeah. And, you know, what I can appreciate for this scene is that Heather's ex-husband is actually quite supportive of her business.
1: They are even though so up. awkward together. Like, when we see them on screen, it's just very, like, you married this or, like, you were married to this person. And, like, why were you devastated? You guys clearly have, like, no chemistry. Um, but that being said, I also do agree with you. It's really nice to see that they're very supportive of each other. They have, like, a good situation going, even though they, you know, were divorced and um, she was affected by it and stuff. But, yeah, it was it's nice and healthy to see.
0: Yeah, but not him just showing up in blazer jeans and a Nike belt.
1: He wore a Nike belt? I didn't even notice that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he wore a Nike
1: belt. <laughs> oh, man. this Okay, well, I mean, can you blame him? They live in Utah. Like, do, do these people really know fashion?
0: <laughs> I know. But that also makes me wonder, is he, like, super cheap? No, I don't
1: think so. Because you know he's, so.
0: like, rich.
1: I don't think so. I feel like he seems, like... And Heather, even, they seem like people who, like, have just always, like, had money that they, like, don't need to, like, show off or anything, you know what I mean? Or, like, or, you know how sure. some people, some rich people just also don't have, like, a good fashion sense because they've just always had money in their life and they just, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel like they just give off that kind of vibe, that they have a lot of money, mm-hmm. but they just don't know fashion. Whereas, like, some of these other ladies on this cast, like, might not have the money, but, like, love to pretend like they do with, you know, their brands and stuff
0: that's true
1: I by the way okay again this is kind of going off topic but like a Mary I'm just like how do you afford all these clothes like does your church actually like bring in this much of like a revenue like what I don't understand like her like salary model like how does she earn money
0: See, I think Mary, she inherited everything from her grandma, and so she not only inherited the church, but she also inherited all of her grandma's, like, properties and all that other stuff. Yeah. And I heard, like, her grandma also, like, I don't know, she had, she had like, maybe, like, stocks or bonds, something in that um, realm. Oh so if it, it, she had, like, separate money from the church, um, but it really doesn't look good on mary's uh, part that she has all of this stuff yeah and like she's preaching at a church and still taking her like i don't know like followers like the money or whatever yeah questionable but
1: yeah yeah, that's why I'm we'll also like surprised yeah. that she came on Housewives because I'm just like, wouldn't you want to just like keep this a secret to yourself if you were, like, using all this, like, church money to buy yourself brands and just all this unnecessary stuff? Like, wouldn't you want to keep this a secret?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, all those rumors of her church essentially being, like, a cult and the fact that she, like, left and, like, got a bunch of plastic surgery to, like, reinvent herself... I mean, if you had those kind of bones in your closet, don't go on a reality television show. uh, No,
1: I, okay, yeah, I 1000% agree with you. That also is all wild.
0: (sighs) Yeah, sometimes I guess the thirst for fame is very strong. Very. Okay, so, you know, back to Heather's party. Yeah. Meredith... (laughs) You do not like the mask? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That mask. I can see what she was going for. Yeah. Because I've seen something like that on like the high fashion runways. But on the high fashion runways, it wasn't a piece of cloth with like Dollarama rhinestones stuck (laughs) onto it. It was actual metal cage with probably Swarovski crystals. Meredith, yeah. she's fire. Whoever her stylist is, her stylist is stop. her
1: son. We know that.
0: She needs to stop promoting her son's designs because they're so ugly. These stupid blazer oh, dresses. My like,
1: oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I died. I was dying when she was just like, "This is a collab. This this blazer is a collab from so and so and Brooke Marks." And I was just like, "What? Like
0: <laughs> this is tacky."
1: But also, like, what, like, what, what is your son doing? Like, does, like, is he like a designer now? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's. Wild. I mean, I,
0: he probably I, I, did go to like school for fashion management, and then he got wind that his mom was going to be on the Real house, so I and he's like, "This is it. This is the time to launch my fashion career."
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do agree with you, and it's it's nice and it's cute that his mother is very supportive of him doing that. But the thing, yeah, is that I like Meredith and I really want to like her, but sometimes she does like weird stuff like this and like her family life is just very interesting. And I'm like, girl, no.
0: I know. And it's like sometimes there's something called too much support of your child and, you know, um, (laughs) making it seem as if what your child is doing is better than what they actually are doing. And, you know, hyping them up when they don't deserve it
1: yeah no i definitely agree she's she's not able to do that clearly with the brooks but like going back to the mask i think that it it wasn't like a really bad look but i just think that there's a time and place for it like you're gonna wear it to your friends like botox place opening in a plaza like no (laughs) like
0: maybe not (laughs) Uh, and, then, and then she was drinking through the mask. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay that actually was her brownie points. Um that's actually that was hilarious.
0: And then um even when like Marilis was trying to talk to Lisa, Lisa she couldn't she couldn't keep oh, it together. God, she was, was just so like, funny. Can you please take this off?
1: <laughs> that is literally like oh something that would happen between me and you like I would be wearing a mask and you'd be like um bitch you take that off like I'm not talking I know, to like
0: really, can you can you be a normal person
1: but okay so let's talk about that conversation between uh Lisa and Meredith L- Meredith oh, is yeah. very bothered that Lisa is going back and being friends with um Jen
0: yeah I mean on the one hand it is weird just because Lisa was so adamant in Las Vegas like who wants to be friends with her? I clearly don't. And I was like, okay, well, whoa there. Um, but then she comes back and in Salt Lake, she's like meeting up with Jen, and like giving her a second chance. And I'm like, what's there's like a disconnect for me
1: yeah and you know what i was kind of afraid that you know kind of at the beginning of the season we kind of saw a little bit of alliances you know that like jen and um or no sorry meredith and lisa were friends and closer and heather and we yeah. were and all that kind of stuff so i like thought like i was scared that these two were just going to be like good enough friends that they were going to just let each other like get away with stuff but i'm i'm happy that meredith like stuck up for herself and was just like no, girl, like that's wrong. That, like, you want to be friends with somebody who was trying to deteriorate my marriage, and you're my exactly. best friend. Like, that is so rude. And if you want to be friends with her, you can, but I'm not talking to that hoe.
0: <laughs> yes, I love that. That was great yeah. for Meredith. Um, and then we have a little powwow with Heather and Jen. I don't understand, um, what Jen doesn't understand because heather is telling her like hey you haven't been a good friend to me you literally basically said that you don't trust me anymore even though i've had your back like i just need you to apologize for that and then we can move on and jen's just constantly like i don't understand what i'm apologizing for i don't get it i don't know and i'm like are you not hearing heather she's telling you why
1: I know it was just um it didn't make sense, and I felt like Jen kind of Heather did kind of let Jen get away with s- stuff again in this conversation. Like I didn't really feel like Jen was any like apologizing genuinely for anything, and I feel like it was oh, one yeah. of those situations that she just apologized because like she just needed to to end the conversation. yeah, um, yeah I, I, I don't know. Heather needs to not be friends with her still.
0: I know, and, like, the fact that Jen, even when she was, like, apologizing, she was, like, I'm sorry, but I don't even know what I'm being sorry for, but I am sorry. I'm, like, this is not how you apologize to your friend who has stuck up for you, but um, go off. And, like, Heather, for some reason, accepted that.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: my God.
1: Oh, my God. Well, you know what was so funny? Like, <laughs> when Lisa was just, like, Oh my god like why are they fighting here like this is not the time or the place and then she goes up to heather and she's just like whisper whisper and i was just like that is such a like what a like this lady is like a true business person she's just like no like, this, this girl's business event can't go wrong like we need to make sure and do damage control and stuff so i thought that was like kind of a funny moment
0: i know that was kind of cute that she was you know looking out for heather like that yeah. um another fun- another hilarious scene was when whitney was getting like the like flavored oxygen and mary just comes up to her and she's like what's this and then she puts the little oxygen thingy and then they're just having a full-on conversation about what happened in las vegas (laughs) (laughs) this
1: this show is absurd sometimes i think about this and i'm just like this cannot be real this has to be (laughs) all right now this is a soap opera that we're watching not a reality television show
0: i know this might as well just be like an snl skit because that's you know, how crazy it is
1: i feel like this is truly like our generation soap opera because it's like these ladies are wild and extreme and the things they this is this cannot be real one day we're gonna find out this is all fake and it's
0: i know there's gonna be a, like an expose like, documentary on this and how bravo orchestrated all of these fights God, and incited all of this violence and all that stuff crazy
1: Oh, yeah, but yeah, that was definitely a very funny conversation. I love how Mary's kind of just like, yeah, I told you so. I told everybody. <laughs> Jim's crazy.
0: <laughs> I know, and I'm like inclined to believe her, but at the same time, like Mary's also kind of cuckoo herself. I know,
1: that's a that's hard part. It's hard to admit to like that because it's like, you're also a very crazy person and I actually hate that you're right.
0: I know, right? Oh my God. But um you know the night ends and i i have some words for the editors you know when they give the housewives you know their little last scene and like you know the captions with what they're
1: doing stills for all of them
0: and the music was so weird it was like circus music it was like (laughs) like? like, what the fuck (laughs) i was like what's going on here
1: yeah, the music choices for uh, Salt Lake City have been very interesting, especially, like, be- between scenes, too, you know, the ladies oh, singing. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so traumatic for no reason at all. Like, I watch, okay, so I watched the show with my family, and, like, my family, like, whenever, like, the scenes come up, they're just like, this is so beautiful. And I'm just like, yeah, like, are we watching, like, National <laughs> Geographic, or am I watching, oh, like, let's get to it.
0: I mean literally the beginning of the episode when like they were doing like the scenes of Salt Lake and they just had flashes of like parts of Salt Lake, like the mountains and the houses, and then they would get like closer and closer to like the Mormon church. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) It was insane. With along with the music, it was I love how they have to
1: and every single like between the scenes, like they have to show the Mormon church at least once. Yes. It needs to be seen and known.
0: Literally every angle, I could make, like, a 3D model of the Mormon church just from those shots.
1: Yeah, what also is kind of funny about this, like, kinda of this entire season, looking back, is I feel like the Mormon stuff, they made it, like, a big deal for, like, one or two episodes, but yeah. after that, it, like, I didn't even, like, remember that they were all Mormons still at yeah. this point. Literally.
0: not discussed anymore. I know. I'm glad, though, that, like, the religion aspect is not really discussed because i don't really need to hear about how mormons have all these restrictions and blah 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 blah, and they're not allowed to have fun and they have to be perfect it's like whatever
1: you know what i think i think that they probably thought that that would probably cause or stir like drama initially when like they like started the show that like oh like some of these ladies like who don't who aren't mormon anymore with some of these ladies that are but i guess they just truly like over time through the season just realized oh these ladies are just crazy we don't even need to discuss that or have that because they just all hate each other
0: (laughs) exactly we don't even need the craziness of like the mormon church these ladies are carrying the show
1: yeah they're doing it let's let's just yeah they can do their own stories
0: exactly Okay, so that was the end of the first season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. A plus. Any last thoughts?
1: No, it was really great. I think we got to learn a lot about each and every one of them. Um, they really had drama, and I think I'm already like excited for the second season. Um, because obviously we know that it's been a full year or more than yeah. that since they shot, because they shot all of this before the pandemic ever happened. So it's going to be interesting to see what it's like when they shoot the second season, since it's been so long. Uh, but I'm very excited to see the reunion.
0: Same. And I'm very excited to see all the rented houses for season two.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because we know everyone already, like, quote-unquote, like, moved out or something. or Yep. Um, and then I think, did Meredith do that, too? But, yeah, we'll uh, see.
0: Yeah. Meredith did admit that she did rent the house. And that's why it's very empty. But we all knew that. Yeah. Okay, so let's take a break. And we'll come back with the premiere of Summer House. Okay, and we're back with Summer House. This is a premiere. We're on season five, I think.
1: Uh, Yes, I think so.
0: Yes, and now it is much different. The format is totally changed because of the pandemic. They are officially staying in the house all summer long for six weeks, all together, working together and partying together. And um, I have to say, this episode was kind of fun. Yeah, It had some drama. And I'm glad to see that they have a very big and very nice house for the six weeks that they're staying here
1: this season is gonna be like this season is like every season of summer house is really great but i do think that it was coming to a point where if they did it in the same format as like the previous seasons it would have been a little predictable and boring now because we've seen it a lot so i feel like it got such a great upgrade you know like we get to see them all interact all together they can't leave the house it's kind of like I've never watched Big Brother but it's kind of like that situation cuz they're they're not allowed to like you know leave or anything cuz you know they're the bubble together they're in such a big house compared to like before like the last house was dinky compared to this yeah last house was like so tiny compared to this and i thought that last house was pretty big yeah exactly um, so this is going to be wild to see um yeah i'm just i'm excited
0: yeah, Bravo truly gave them an upgrade because that house is mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um so we see that basically the same players are coming back. We got yeah. we got the Carl, we got the Kyle, we got the Amanda, who else? Paige, Hannah, Paige, Hannah Danielle, who flimsy. was yeah, Lindsay. Danielle, who was... She was a full-time in the beginning, and then she was, like, yeah. part-time, but now she's somehow come back as a full-time. Yeah. And then we have somebody who I don't even know why they asked back. Luke? Mr. Luke.
1: Yeah, that... They should not have brought him back.
0: Yeah, I... But
1: but I you know what? Dead. But you know what, though? Like, I feel like they kind of need to have when you really like look at the cast the girls like will fight amongst themselves but they also need to have like some sort of tension and drama between the guys as well True. and i feel like in every season we've kind of seen that with like various other guys being on the show and so i feel like luke kind of does add to that because you know we saw last season he had a fight with a like carl and with kyle as well i believe um so I feel like they're probably just like, you know what? He'll bring some drama with the guys. He'll make them like angry or something. So let's just bring him back.
0: That's true. Um, how do you feel about the little drama that Lindsay and Hannah had with, you know, Lindsay not inviting Hannah to a New Year's Eve party? Um,
1: I get why she's mad about the, not the invitation, but I don't know why she cares about the whole Luke situation. Because it's just like if you're not technically with him um like why or like even if lindsay was like trying to like get Den danielle to like hook up with luke like it's just like why do you care just girl like i don't know i don't know because because it, it, i do feel bad for lindsay as well because i'm just like she did like she, what's her name she was she talking about her on a podcast so it's like i get why she didn't invite her to like a new year's party but i feel like they're just like the same person and it, yeah that's what's the, it just makes them like butt heads.
0: I'm going to make it very clear. I am team Lindsay. I hate Hannah. (laughs) I think she is a shitty person. um, And she's delusional. Because, I mean, you know, her and Luke, that whole relationship is so...
1: Yeah, she is delusional, I will say. That last season was kind of crazy. It was dumb, and it was crazy. And she still is head over heels for this crazy guy who does not give a shit about her. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, the thing is, I think Hannah, she's not very smart because... Or she's just very naive. Because she says, like, oh, her and Luke were talking all summer. And, like, you know, we find out that he... Was talking to other girls too, and yeah. Hannah makes it seem as if like just because that they were talking like every day that they were essentially like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, and I'm just like, girl, in this day and age, obviously it's not cool that Luke was just like talking to all these girls at the same time and like acting as if, oh, you're so cool, I love you, blah 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 blah. But in this day and age, you need to be more aware of fuck boys. And know that, you know, unless a guy says, like, yeah, you're the only one I'm talking to, you're probably not the only one. You know, there's other girls. And so I think Hannah yeah. just needs to realize that they were never truly boyfriend and girlfriend, no matter how much they talked. Luke is a fuckboy.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree with everything that you just said. It's It's true. It's like, girl, you're delusional. <laughs> like... You can't just believe yeah, that because you talks all the time and FaceTime all the time that yeah. you are an actual couple and he can't talk to anybody else. Like, that's not how it works.
0: Uh huh. And what's it called? Um, Paige, her like bestie. She, I feel like her and Hannah are gonna like fight this season. Just because Paige is, she's not really like Team Luke. She kind of like hates him low key.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I can't wait to see it.
1: That's that's a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> um what else happened in the episode?
0: No. Oh my god, it's
1: a new girl, the new girl. The new girl? She's, yeah. she's only 24.
0: I know, she's our age. What are I we doing? Like,
1: I was like, "Oh my god, like I can't imagine like going into a house and being like, okay, I'm going to now isolate myself for 6 weeks with a bunch of like like strangers. people who are strangers who are all older than me, like I've never talked to them, and I'm going to be on reality television, and, like, that is props to her.
0: Also, logistically, she said that she was, like, a trauma nurse or whatever, and I'm like, how the fuck are you in the summer house then? Like, don't you have to work? <laughs> Do you just quit your job? I don't think you can take a six-week sabbatical from being a nurse yeah
1: okay that definitely was very interesting like the way that they made it out to be was just like oh my god like thank you so much for being a frontline worker let's all cheer for you instead it's like you the pandemic didn't end you you should be back in the hospital working (laughs) like why i mean i don't
0: i don't need her to be in the front lines i just need to know did she just quit being a nurse to be on the show
1: it's like, what a martyr. You quit being uh, helping out people during a pandemic to be on reality <laughs> television. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifices. Yeah. Um, Hannah was, she was such a try hard. And, you know, I think, who was it? Like Paige, Lindsay, I don't know, whoever said it was like, Hannah is trying so hard with this new girl to show Luke that she's not jealous. And I was like, yep.
1: Yeah, it's. Because, like, the first it.
0: thing Hannah says to this new girl is, do you like cats? <laughs> what the fuck?
1: I know. She's, she's doing that too much. girl
0: likes cats.
1: It is. I, I did like that Paige exposed her, like, for a second. She was just, like, she's trying way too hard. Like, and I'm glad to also see that in their friendship. Like, they can, like, tell each other the truth rather than just, like, saying stuff to make each other feel better for no reason. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I feel like Paige does that a lot, but I feel like Hannah doesn't really listen to her.
1: That's true. That's a valid point.
0: And then Paige kind of just like left, sitting there like, "I told you, I told you this was gonna happen."
1: Yeah, that's true. I am like the minute like we saw um, what's her what's their names, Amanda and um, Kyle. Oh yeah. I was just like, I'm so tired of them, like. when she was just like me and Kyle had like the like we broke up like or like we had the hardest time and we were at our lowest low and I was like you got that you guys got into even a lower low because you guys have not had a great relationship like what could possibly be worse than what happened on like the past seasons you know
0: exactly and
1: I'm just like tired of them I'm just like (laughs) I don't think that I like I, I want them to be replaced or like not on the show anymore
0: I know, but the hard part is that, like, Kyle, he essentially started the whole show just because he was the one who would, like, recruit new people into the house and was, like, friends with everybody. Yeah. So that's the annoying part. He's, like, the center peach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like he's not really, like, the main character anymore. Like, you know, like, he's kind of, like, the side character now, and I don't really care to, like, know, like, what's happening in his life anymore. (laughs)
0: I mean, yeah, he's just, like, the dad of, like, the house, essentially. Yeah. What else happened?
1: Um, Carl is now sober. He.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, not,
1: like, sober, but, like, he just doesn't, like, get drunk
0: anymore. Because like, he yeah. did say,
1: like, yeah, like, I still have, like, drinks here and there, but, like, I just don't get drunk.
0: Which I guess it's a good improvement. Yeah, like, good for him. Because I feel like he was truly, like, messy when he would drink. And then Lindsay and her boyfriend are also in the summer house together. Uh, Lindsay, you know, I love Lindsay, but I feel like she has a very self-destructive nature when it comes to relationships. Very, very. Because she just overreacts to like everything.
1: I know. It's a little wild.
0: Yeah. So um, I don't think it really works out for them because I heard they broke up they did i think so they're not together i don't think so not anymore
1: oh damn yeah that's unfortunate i guess reality television really just breaks everyone up yeah
0: also paige is not with her boyfriend perry anymore
1: i mean okay that makes sense because we kind of saw like in the previews and stuff like that that she's just like or she was talking to um amanda and and she was like i don't know like sometimes a question if like if he's not like the one and the one is like out there still and i was just like yikes maybe you shouldn't be saying that on tv
0: (laughs) right yeah well it's gonna be an interesting season um because they're all quarantined together so they can only party together no more big sunday bashes anymore
1: yes exactly
0: and um, they, from the previews, it seems like all of them essentially like hook up with each other.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see it. It's going to be very fun to watch, you know, and I'm excited to see the new girl and how she interacts with everybody. Everyone likes her so far. So I hope it kind of keep going, keeps going that way. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see.
0: Okay, so that wraps up this week's episode. We will be back next week with the first part of the reunion for Salt Lake because Atlanta there is no Atlanta this week because of the Super Bowl Bowl. oh man so we'll be back with Salt Lake City and Summer House
1: we will be also posting on Instagram so make sure to follow us there at the low budget bitches Um, we'll have some really great posts up where you know we'll remind you guys of new postings and make sure to also leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify
0: and we will see you guys next week Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.